Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly mindful look at life and finances with a twist. I'm your host, Richie, and just got to start off, y'all. You know, I'm always starting saying thank you. I appreciate the listens, the shares, all of the insight, all of the comments, all of those things. I start off this way just because I have to thank y'all. Y'all the reason why I'm here. So what's up? I hope everybody is enjoying your week. We still in these COVID times. (laughs) I would have thought that by now things would have ended. Like today is July 1st, y'all. Oh my goodness. We've been in the house for three months, sheltering in place. And for the most part, I know that Y'all think the world is open. It's not open like we use, we're we used to it being open. And so I'm going to still say sheltering in place. We still walking around here with masks on. It still feel walking dead-ish out here. So for the most part, if you hanging on in there, you've made it to July 1st. How about that, right? <laughs> Last week on the podcast, I did the I Want to Be a Millionaire episode. So if you haven't checked that out, was talking about having that millionaire mindset, learning how to manage a small amount of money. So that way, when you start making all the coins, you will have that mindset that you need to be a part of just because you don't just start Budgeting a whole bunch of money, great, once you get a whole bunch of money. That ain't how that works. You got to know how to manage the money you have now. So that way, when you step into those millions, you will already be tight. So if you haven't checked that episode out, go ahead, listen to that. And we're on episode 18. So you got 17 more episodes that you could check out. The episodes are like 23 minutes and under. So if you haven't listened, go listen. If you think someone else needs to hear it, make sure you share the episode episode with them. Keep commenting. And if you haven't followed the podcast page, I'm on IG at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. Make sure you check me out. All right, we're going to go ahead and move into the mindful money moment. And our music title inspiration comes from Diggy and it is copy paste. This is the authorized user episode. And so This has been a request for some time. Like lots of people ask me, I want to talk about authorized user. Can you talk about it? Can you tell me about it? And so I felt like this was the time to go ahead and do an episode about it. So y'all go ahead, get your pens and papers, get them out, take some notes because we about to dig into it and we are talking about credit. So Let's go ahead and jump into this. So when I say copy paste, the title was so fitting just because an authorized user for the most part, that's what you're doing. You're copying whatever it is, the person who holds a credit card, their the good credit that they've been accumulating on that credit card, the history that they're accumulating, you're copying that and you are pasting it over to your credit report. So an authorized user in the traditional form, what it is is when a person has a credit card, they're able to say, I would like to have this person be an authorized user on that credit card. And so what happens is you then have access to that person's credit card. You also get that 
trade line because credit cards are trade lines. That trade line is added to your credit report and you get a chance to benefit from whatever good history that person has um, started so far. So whenever it is that is added to your credit report, it starts, the history starts there. So if you're the authorized user for, for someone that has great credit, they keep their card, low balances. I don't know if y'all remember from the credit report episode, you have to keep low balances on credit cards in order for that to score high on your credit report. And when you're benefiting from whatever good history it is they have, those good balances, that good limit that they're showing, that is copied over onto your credit report. And so that's how you benefit from that. And so this technique, for the most part, it was used most as an underwriter because I'm going to give y'all an underwriter's perspective. And I saw this used a lot with, say, 16, 17-year-old kids when their parents wanted to jumpstart their credit score for them before they started their credit history. But now I'm seeing a lot of People who went through uh, bankruptcy or people who are just beginning their credit, um, whether they're a kid or not, if they're just beginning their credit or some people who've had some bumps along the line where their credit may not just be in tip top shape. I'm seeing these people be added as authorized users onto credit cards so that they can jumpstart their credit score. And that's basically what it's doing. Remember, you're copying whatever that history is that that card holder has and that is going over onto your credit report now this can be a wonderful thing if you get if you're added as an authorized user to someone's credit card who pays their bills like i said they keeping them balances low this can be a great jump start just to your credit score now let me tell you how it can go bad it goes bad when that person who now you're the authorized user on that credit card when they not paying their bills. That's the stories that people don't get a chance to hear. They don't hear that when that person isn't paying good, that is still reflecting now on your credit score. So it's all good when everything is good, but when it goes bad, it can be bad very quick. But see, the good thing about being an authorized user on someone's credit card is you can be removed. They can take you off of that. The only thing is that credit history from when you were an authorized user, it will remain on your credit report. Now, here's the good news about that. Being an authorized user as an underwriter, we know this is not your credit. That trade line may be on there to help you jumpstart your credit score, but we know this is not your credit. And so when I would have people apply for a credit card or apply for an auto loan, personal loan, any of those type of loans, and all I see is an authorized uh, user, your authorized user on a credit card, that's, that's the only thing you have on your credit report. You haven't built credit yet. Somebody else has been building credit that you copying and pasting and putting on your credit report right now. And what it's doing is it's jumpstarting your score, but it's not jumpstarting your own credit history. And so it's always best. If you want to use that system, that technique to the best that you can, you can become an authorized user on someone's credit card to help you jumpstart your score. But you also need to partner that with your own type of trade line. And when I say open your own trade line, whether you get a credit card yourself, when people are beginning credit, I always like to say, do some type of savings builder um, loan. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode on that, but do a savings builder type loan. You have to look it up for now. I'm doing an episode on it next week, so I can't tell y'all about it. <laughs> 
but a savings builder type loan, those are good. A secured loan, any of those type of loans partner with being the authorized user on someone's credit card can help you to not only build your own credit history, but also jumpstarting your credit score with that authorized uh, being an authorized user. All right, y'all, that lovely hollering voice that you just heard in the background was my baby girl. I record my episodes at home. This is real life. I'm a mommy. <laughs> no studios, just at the crib. So that was my baby girl, but we're going to go ahead and get back on task. All right, so another question that I get is, who should you ask to be added as their authorized user to a credit card so who should you ask and to be honest that's gonna be up to y'all i don't know who's in your life if you are trying to utilize being an authorized user as a tactic to increase your score um to build your credit to help build your credit score like i said that's all i'm saying is this building your credit score you have to know firsthand that this person is keeping up with their credit card. They're keeping up with the balances. They have good credit. And so if there's someone in your life that you know like that, and if you just, you know, talk to them and just say, hey, I'm just trying to build my credit up. You know, I'm going to get my own credit product too, but I know that being an authorized user can help my score because you already have this established credit card. Why don't we do this for a year? Because all you truly need is being an authorized user for a year to jumpstart your credit score. Then as you, if you're doing that alongside of, like I've said earlier, have your own credit product that you're building your own credit history, building your own credit report with, then you'll be good to go. And so you want to ask someone that you know has good credit, someone that is in good standing, not an okay standing. You need that person that's in excellent standing. Just saying, if we just really trying to boost our credit score up and get that jump start, you want somebody that's in excellent shape. You don't want to ask that person that's iffy, that person that keep their balances all the way to the limit. Uh-uh, you going on their credit card ain't finna do nothing for you. It's just going to hurt you just being honest with you and just letting you know, because if you want to do this right, if you're using this as a strategy to increase your credit score, you have to ask the right person and just know everybody not going to let you be an authorized user on their credit card because check this out. If you're an authorized user on their credit card, you truly can order a credit card and actually have authority to purchase things on their credit card. So the person that you ask, I'm going to go ahead and go back on that. The person that you ask has to be someone that you're close with, someone that you trust. And that person has to trust you because they can call that institution as an authorized user. And for those of y'all out there who are thinking about being an authorized user, um, I'm sorry, being the person who is going to have someone as an authorized user on your credit card, you got to trust that person because child, let's just say you have a deal with them that you're just going to assist them with increasing their credit score by having them be added as an authorized user, but they're not going to get a card, but they decide, uh-uh, I'm an authorized user. I'm going to go ahead and call your financial institution where this credit card is at and order me a card. Guess what? They can because they're now an authorized user. Us at the financial institution, we'll see the paperwork that you signed to add them as an authorized user. So we will give them a card. 
So you really have to make sure that you are looking at this the right way. Although we all want to help people out sometimes, but we're talking about your credit here. So just knowing that if you add an authorized user, if you have an agreement with this person, I'm only going to help you just to jumpstart your credit score for a little while. I'm not going to order you a card. Make sure that is communicated. Communication is very important, especially when you add an authorized user, or you may be adding an authorized user and you really want them to have access to your credit line and so they get a card but make sure you talk to them about hey this is what spending looks like on this because you wanted to be added as an authorized user to my card for a reason it's because i have good spending habits i'm gonna need you to keep up with them good spending habits that i have so another question that i get about authorized users is what's the difference between an authorized user and a joint user on a credit card so the difference is the joint user on a credit card so say it's me and someone else if they come on my credit card as a joint that just means that both of our credit history both of our incomes both of our all of our whole credit picture and our income picture was used to determine if we got the credit card. That means that we are both responsible for that credit card. If it were to go bad, if it's good, we are the ones who have to pay both me and that joint user of the credit card. For an authorized user of the credit card, if the person who is, you know, the person on the credit card, if they don't pay it, you're not responsible as an authorized user. You're not responsible at all. They can only go to the person who is the owner of that credit card. They may contact you as a reference because you are also on the card as an authorized user, meaning that you have purchasing ability, but it doesn't mean that you are responsible for paying back the card. So I want y'all to hear me really good with that. So an authorized user is not responsible for making payments on that credit card of the owner of that credit card whoever that owner is that needs to you just have to make sure that you have this in your head so that's why being an authorized user has so many different parts to it because say i'm i'm the owner of the credit card i have an authorized user i give them a card they spend on the card now i'm pissed off because they didn't spend on the card but i added them as an authorized user they're not responsible for making any of those payments back so Y'all are clearly seeing that being an authorized user on a card or adding an authorized user to your credit card, there's a lot of things that need to be thought about first. There are some things that you need to discuss with the person that you're adding or the person on the other hand who is being added as an authorized user. You need to make sure that you're having some conversations with the person that you're trying to have add you as their authorized user. Y'all, I know I'm saying the word so many times and you're probably spinning in circles, but keep up with me. You got this. You got this. So just to understand what the difference between a joint user on a credit card is versus what an authorized user on a credit card is, because that's a huge question that people ask all the time. Just because, just because a person is authorized, that just means that they have the ability to spend. Doesn't mean that they are responsible for making those payments back. And so the last question that I get is, so should I do it? Is this something that I should do? All right. Like I said, that is going to be on you and the trust level that you have for the card owner, the trust that you have with the person you're trying to add as the authorized user. And for the authorized user, the trust that you have with the card owner, just because 
Both people have things. They have pros and cons that go along with that. And so not only is being an authorized user a great technique to jumpstart your credit score, you want to make sure that you're doing that with the right person and making sure that the credit history I'm sorry, the credit score that they have is good and in good standing and remains in good standing while you're an authorized user. Just because if it does go bad, like I said earlier, your score can also drop just because the authorized uses, it looks good. It can help your score, but it also can deter your score as well if that credit history starts to start looking bad because of balances starting to go up, they starting to charge it to the limit, or they just stop making payments. So it is a conversation that you need to have with that person. And so I hope that this conversation on authorized users was good for y'all. I hope that I was able to explain that um, in a good way for the most part. I thought that it was pretty good. I didn't have too many notes. I was just kind of going off the top of the dome, you know, Cause I be thinking, you know, I be knowing stuff, you know, I do be knowing stuff. Let me stop saying I be thinking I do know stuff. And so in my history, I, I think I've given this to y'all before. I am a certified financial educator. I have been an underwriter for years. I understand credit like the back of my hand, y'all. I absolutely love talking about it. So I hope that I was able to bring some light to being an authorized user and what that picture looks like, how to use that as a great technique. If it's for you, I hope that I gave you some good insight today. All right, y'all. Like I said, I am still trying to figure out what segments I want to do. I am not there yet, y'all. Lots of stuff on my plate, lots of things that I'm thinking up and I'm cooking up some ideas for some things in the future of Mindfully Rich Podcast. And so I have not had a chance to figure out what the segments are going to look like. So for the Right now, that's it. And I ain't got no more for right now. And once again, make sure you check out the older episodes. Like I said, this is episode 18. You got 17 more that you can check out. Lots of good stuff on there, y'all. Like I said, I am. It's You get a chance to hear finances and life with a twist. And so I want y'all to really make sure that you're taking in the information because it really is good information, but it's not for everybody. I understand this is not for everybody's listening pleasure. I understand that. But for those of y'all that are listening, I truly, truly appreciate it. You can check me out everywhere on every podcast platform. I'm just going to let y'all know when iHeartRadio put me on their platform, I was just like, you can't tell me nothing. I used to be a radio personality. And so on the radio station I was on, we were on iHeartRadio because I worked for iHeartMedia. And when I got my podcast on there, y'all, shoot, you couldn't tell me nothing. So you can find the podcast everywhere. Um, Apple Podcasts is where I'm listening to the most. All my iPhone listeners out there, thank y'all so much. I mean, literally 70% of my audience has iPhones. It's crazy. Okay, so you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, I'm sorry, iHeartRadio, any of those. And make sure that you follow the podcast page at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.